Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we are joined by Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum, founder and CEO of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, which is a collaboration with the Institute for Functional Medicine. You may have guessed it, we are talking about health coaching. From what is a health coach to why have a health coach and how to become a health coach, we're covering it all. And Dr. Sandy, a true leader in the field, shares her knowledge and inspiration with us. Dr. Sandy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, it is such a pleasure to be here, Julie. I, I'm so excited for this episode. As you know, FMCA is very near and dear to my heart. And I'm, I'm really excited to introduce the audience to just the other than from me, because this is my passion, <laughs> the importance of health coaching and the, the contribution you are making to really the world by, by your, your passion and sharing training coaches, sharing coaching with all the medical communities around the world. And it, it's, it's so exciting to have you here and get your perspective on health coaching. Thank you. So I'd love to start with story. I would love to know, I would love listeners to know a little bit about your background and, you know, how does one decide to really pioneer this field of functional medicine health coaching? Well, where I started is definitely not where I landed. And if anyone had said back in the 60s when I was this Oh, those days, hang on. (laughs) If anybody had told me back in the 60s when I was deciding about a career that I would be establishing a company to train health coaches in my 70s, I would have said, you're crazy. Because back in the day, there were few choices open to women. You were a teacher, you were a nurse, you were a secretary. And while I chose to train to be a teacher, and I did spend years as a teacher, primarily as in special education, and that led to a strong interest in helping parents. And so I was running stress management groups, and then I got my doctorate in clinical psychology, and I was a renegade when I was a psychologist, because I was not interested in the conventional more psychoanalytic type model, very popular at the time in the 70s, early 80s. And I was exploring the effectiveness of mind-body medicine practices, teaching people how to breathe. And I was pairing that with helping them sort through their thought patterns. What were they thinking about that was resulting in emotional distress? And then I discovered functional medicine, and I went through training at the Institute for Functional Medicine. So I put that into the mix. And now people were saying, you know, I trained as a health coach, and I just don't feel prepared. And I love your model. Would you ever consider training health coaches? And then it started. And we don't go 
alone. And so I had a wonderful partner, Elise Wagner. She was a whole lot younger than I was. And we partnered with the Institute for Functional Medicine. So they train the doctors, we train the health coaches. And this came about, I was 65. I had zero, I mean, zero business experience. I learned quickly and it's completely mission driven. I'm inspired to train thousands of health coaches to partner with people to help them lead healthier, better lives. Oh my gosh, amazing. And for anybody who hasn't, is not yet familiar with Dr. Sandy, talk about inspiring. And I love that you threw in that Elise is younger. You have more energy. <laughs> than most people <laughs> and, and gumption as as they say and i love that nothing holds you back you're like oh there's a need and we're going to we're going to do this and that evolution that evolution is perfect i don't think i had i've interviewed one person yet on the podcast that you know is is doing you know what they thought they'd be doing when they were younger and this is living and growing and expanding. And so I, for one, am really grateful because literally the first time I heard about the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy and its partnership with IFM, I signed up and it has certainly been a life changer for me. I was already coaching. Functional medicine is my passion. I didn't know there was an opportunity to blend the two and the rest is history shall we say. So I'm so excited that, and the pro, just watching the program grow and grow, which I know is your vision, right? A health coach in every office and this access to health coaching for everyone. Yeah. And we're seeing that coming about. Who knew when I started this, that there would be a great movement even to have services of health coaching reimbursable through insurance, through medical practices, and just so much growth. Every day, I pick up a newspaper and there's some article about health coaching. Yet, So it's, it's been really rewarding to see this field grow because our healthcare system needs help. And especially we saw during the pandemic, the incidence of chronic diseases. I mean, it is astronomical. Six in 10 people have some chronic condition. And healthcare is also unaffordable for so many people. And health coaching is an affordable model. And what's more, if you want to get into the field, the bar for entry is really low. You don't need to come from a healthcare profession. You don't need to go back to school for four or six years. You don't need to take out high student loans to do it or disrupt your whole life. You get a certificate and then you're off to the races. I love that. And I, I love what one of the things that was so important to me is that it, when somebody goes through the program at FMCA, they are qualified to sit for the national boards, which is really saying a lot. As somebody who was a coach before I became a certified health coach, it, for me, it was important to, to, you know, unfortunately, anyone can call themselves a coach and there's such a variance in the quality of programs and training. And so it's one of the things that really makes FMCA stand out is this is the, the top training and you're qualified for the top certification in this country. And, and I know in other countries, you know, even if you're not national board certified, you're still, you're getting the best education you can. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Me, Thank me. you for all your hard work. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about you know, people, listeners are familiar with me. They know I'm a health coach. 
but I've honestly never gotten into what is a health coach. So share with us, what is a health coach? Sure. So if you ask people, you're likely to get answers like, oh, aren't they like a nutritionist? Don't they help people with what to eat? And yes and no. So health coaches educate people about what might be the evidence-based best way for them. It's personalized, but they don't make that decision because they're not licensed healthcare providers. That is for a nutritionist, for a medical doctor. But the health coach has the real crucial role because how many people get advice, they get the diagnosis, and then they, they're they told what to do, and they don't do it. And then they may search out another expert. For example, health coaches are behavior change specialists. They help people change when change is hard. You, Julie, help somebody get from where they are to where they want to be. And you as the coach aren't the one that makes that decision. You don't decide where they want to be. You're not saying, okay, I think this person should be a vegan. And so I'm going to develop a plan for them. That would be not the coach approach. And it fails. They, as the client, make that decision. And I interviewed so many health coaches when we were writing a book, How to Become a Health Coach. And they all said, What really is so crucial is when they see their client have that aha moment, like, yes, they make the decision to change. They've dug deep into that heart-centered feeling, what what matters most to me? What do I want my health for? And from there, they make that decision to change things. And the rest is implementation and learning and coaches support learning. They help people become accountable. How many times have people, you know, they are making their New Year's resolutions in January, but by February, March, they're, they've already given it up. And a health coach can help make sure they stay on track. In fact, there was this amazing randomized controlled trial that looked at people who were coached on an exercise program. And those who had the health coach by their side, a year later, were still keeping up the exercise, whereas those who didn't have a coach had already failed and they had already abandoned it. So this is highly significant because... We know that when you have an ally, when you have a guide, when you have a personal cheerleader support, that is absolutely crucial when you are making big changes. Because let's face it, lifestyle changes, the kind of changes we're talking about are hard. Those are changes in areas like, how do I want to eat every day? And what about sleep? And what about my exercise and rela- and movements and, and dealing with the stress in my life? So those are the areas that health coaches work with people on, but it is all client driven. Again, it's not the coach saying, I want you to do this. They're not, they're not acting as a coach. If they do that. I love that explanation. I, I often say I, I'm the how, you know, I, I'm not telling you what to do. And I part and I, I have people show up all the time that are just tell me what to do. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. But executing, I, I, I work often in partnership with a, a functional medicine doctor. And, you know, when his, his cue to recommend me is when somebody want you know they're they're coming to see him they want to change they they want to be healthy 
And they keep showing up in the same place. And he keeps telling them what to do and they're not doing it. And that's when he says, oh, obviously you need some support. You know, we're talking about often decades of patterns. Yes. To, to that need changing. And, and so I always tell people, you know, one person's approach isn't going to be the same as somebody else's yeah. because your lifestyle, I work with people who don't cook and I work with people who love to cook, you know, different approaches <laughs> for sure. Exactly. It's, it's personalized. You know, you mentioned something crucial and that is decades of patterns because another way that there's confusion about what a health coach does, well, isn't like a therapist then, and the answer is yes and no. So coaches can support mental, emotional health. They are great listeners. And so the relationship that forms between you as the coach and the client is one that is based on trust. It's based on rapport and empathy. And as a result, people who are coached feel better depression lessons. There's been a lot of research on that as well, but they're not diagnosing a medical or a psychiatric condition. They are not providing psychotherapy. They're not doing that deep dive into patterns that are resulting in clinical disorders. So they are what we call subclinical providers. And there is growing interest in that, particularly since the pandemic, because we have a severe shortage of mental health professionals and people are waiting, they're not getting treatment. And often they think they are crazy when often it's working with a coach who can normalize these experiences and feelings. And all of a sudden, well, they are feeling better. And then when you add the functional medicine or the lifestyle element, like they're going out for a walk and then, oh, I'm I'm less depressed. I'm not, my mood is better. And coaches can guide people to engage in those healthy lifestyle habits that will have direct impact on mood. Absolutely. So well said. I always say I, I believe the the biggest gift that clients working with a health coach receive is feeling heard. Having that container, that safe space, creating that rapport, as you mentioned, and and feeling comfortable to share what they need to share to make progress. And it is very different from therapy, but it, it can have amazing results. And as you mentioned, the pandemic, I mean, the, the mental health crisis right now is, is skyrocketing, but it, it's a health crisis, period. And, and so yes. that's why it's a wonderful thing that you've got so many people going through the program and, and getting that training. Let's focus in a little bit on autoimmunity. And again, I I feel like I could just kick back. <laughs> I know why. I mean, this is the, I know I know what health coaching and and autoimmunity, you know, why it's so effective and and can be so empowering for people, but I would love to hear from your perspective. You know, again, you mentioned I'm not a I'm not a medical provider. And so when I'm often I, I will see people who are new to functional medicine and I will refer them to a provider so that they can get full care. I love partnering with all sorts of doctors and providers that they don't have to be functional medicine providers as long as they're forward thinking and open. But so someone has the has a doctor, kind of I just one of the things I just mentioned, right? If you're showing up all the time and you haven't been able to execute between appointments, obviously there's a, a 
an indicator that that some support would be good. But if someone has this great functional medicine doctor they love, why might they still need a health coach if they're struggling with autoimmunity? Often what happens when you see a functional medicine provider, you get a whole laundry list of recommendations and they're good. They may include supplements, they may include exercise prescriptions, they may look at an elimination diet, for example, and people may be gung-ho. But then when they get to the actual how, as you said earlier, I'm the how person, how do I do this? They may run into obstacles that they didn't anticipate, like family members are in a subtle way or not so subtle way, attempting to sabotage their efforts. And so they now have stress piling up as a result of that. So they have a need for an ally to break it down for them starting with what this condition is, because that's a hard concept to wrap your head around. You know, in traditional way of thinking, I'm walking down the street, as Dr. Bob Roundtree says, and oops, I got like, I got rheumatoid arthritis. It just like hit me. Like I just got happened. it. Like yeah. I got it. I'm minding my own business and oh, got rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, I got eczema. I got hypothyroidism. And the coach can help to explain, and it can be a dialogue where it's a discovery process where you go back to, when was the last time you felt well? How do you feel when you eat a certain food versus something else? And so they're starting to become their own detectives. And that creates that sense of empowerment because when you understand what could have triggered this, now maybe I'll do an experiment with this elimination diet. What would it be like if I eliminated gluten or dairy, for example? How would I feel? And the coach supports them on that journey. Whereas if somebody just says, okay, you need to go on a gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, soy-free diet, well, that can be overwhelming. In fact, at FMCA, we are engaged in research with the Institute for Functional Medicine, where our graduates are being are working with their trainees. These are doctors who are perhaps still in, they're employed by a hospital, but now they're intrigued by functional medicine. They're studying with IFM. And they are being asked to do an elimination diet as part of the training. And so they are being coached as on that. And so they are experiencing that process. So it is helping somebody to initiate change and also, which is even harder, sustain it. So somebody yes. might start off and, okay, I'm gluten-free and I'm dairy-free. And then they're at an event and, well, a little bit won't hurt me. And then they have a setback and maybe now they're demoralized. Maybe they're blaming themselves and feeling like a failure. Well, and when, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then if they sort that all out with their coach, they are feeling a renewed sense of optimism hope that yeah I can I can I can heal and the other part of it is that again the mind what's real in the mind is real in the body that was my mantra yes. for years as a clinical psychologist and so connecting your thoughts your emotions seeing yourself as like I can do it as opposed to I have this debilitating condition it's only going to get worse and so picturing health using positive imagery and really garnishing your strengths, your ability to be grateful, to have hope, to laugh, to experience your essence of those strengths, which we teach at FMCA, is really helpful for dealing with autoimmune conditions. It's so amazing. There's about three hours of content I'd love to circle back 
<laughs> talk about in there, or at least highlight. One of, of which is how I've evolved as a coach. You, you hit all of it. You know, I remember I used to start with diet, right? Because I know how, how to me, it's kind of low-hanging fruit. Uh, if it, that's that they start to feel people start to feel empowered when they know can notice what's affecting them with what they're eating <laughs> and thank goodness for my clients i i then i realized oh wow i'm really adding stress we're starting right away just putting more stress on before we even get to managing their current stress level that they came in with and so then it, I evolved and, you know, I always kind of started and it, it's all of it, right? You mentioned these, these lifestyle areas. There's no one magic. It's not just food. It's not just exercise or just anything you can fill in in that blank. And, but then it evolved where I realized, you know what, if we start with mindset, oh my gosh, the results can be so much more powerful, so much more quickly and in so many people, like you mentioned, oh, you know, RA doesn't just happen, right? You're not walking down the street and, oh, I, I got RA. But I, I have so many people who show up and their identity is wrapped up in their diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And that's a thread that we need to start to pull. And so that they can envision and under, you know, I, I can be whole, I can heal, I can, again, fill in the blank with every positive so that the body can start to heal. And my favorite is people say, well, I don't have a diagnosis. I'm like, great. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> we don't, we don't have to worry <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> changing that identity. And yes. That. And I, and I say this from experience, I, I was that way, you know, I, my life eventually as it got smaller, became more and more centered around, you know, I was a person with RA as opposed to, you know, first being, you know, a mom, a friend, all the other wonderful things. And, and so I, I love that you brought up how important our mindset is and how what we believe can become our reality, which is not is the opposite of showing up at the doctor's office and having them say it's all in your head. That's not what we're saying. But it's you didn't it's a, imagine your, no, your rheumatoid arthritis. No. It's real. It is real. And, you know, now it's something I really don't think about <laughs> at all because it's luckily, you know, for me, it's not a, it's not a part of my daily routine anymore, but we can all create that change. And, and for me, it's an honor to stand with people and, and watch them do that. And, and so it's the, again, it comes back to that, how yes. there can, it can be so overwhelming if, like I just mentioned, it's not one thing, even just the elimination, an elimination diet of whichever one you're doing can be so overwhelming and then add in all these other lifestyle areas. And that to me, I think is where the, the having a coach, having somebody to partner with you is can really make all the difference. I wish I had one. It took, I always say having a coach to, to in my opinion, you know, what took me years and years and years of figuring out and, and it, you can really just figure it out so much quicker. And like you said, that, which is the key, it's not for anybody can do anything for a short period of time, but we're talking about true lifestyle change. We want to be like the people that are still working out a year or so later. I don't know that 
gym owners are going to be thrilled the more and more coaches there are because <laughs> they make their right. money on the people that only show up in January. Yeah, but but so that, true. yeah, is such a, is such a tremendous, it, it's just a, a really incredible gift. And so, you know, this understanding of that the coach isn't telling you what to do again, sometimes can be confusing for people because they think that's what they're coming for. It's like, well, no, you've been told what to do already, uh, you know, or you've read the book or like you yes. said, or you find a different expert and this didn't work. And, oh, and I, I love the study that FMCA coaches are participating in supporting those docs. I think every doc should have to do an elimination diet to learn, you know, to really experience some of these parts and pieces that, that people need to do to heal for sure. Absolutely. For sure. The other thing I want to touch on is that empowerment. The word I, I have a program called take your power back. It's mm -hmm. all that, that's the key. And, and so when working with people, we start, we're looking for small wins, you know, again, people sh show up and they've got the big lofty goal and the bar is really high. And it's like, okay, but <laughs> let's, let's really break it down. And that's how we make it doable. But that's also how you create that momentum and really feel empowered. I tease my clients. I, 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 the elimination diet is so powerful, whatever structure you're, you're doing. I'm also an autoimmune paleo coach. And, and so, you know, d depending, and we do a lot of testing at the clinic too. So they'll be personalized according to sensitivities, but I joke because I know in a year, nobody's going to care that Julie says gluten and autoimmunity don't mix. But when you get to a point where you can feel like it does what it's doing to you, that you remember, and there's the power. That's where you can make that decision. And it's the same with, do I sit on the couch or do I get up and take a walk? You know, you um, remember how you feel. Absolutely. In fact, what I love is focusing on your future self. In fact, there's a great book yes. by Ben Hardy, Be Your Future Self Now. So you're deciding, should I sit on the couch? Should I go take a walk? What would your future self say for you to do? So that that future you, and you want to be alive and around and healthy for that future self would say, you know, take a walk because you will be energized. That's a step towards health. And I will thank your future self will thank you. I love that. And again, for anybody who's not familiar with Dr. Sandy, hunt her down and, and you will see she she is that inspiration. It's like, there are no limits. You can do anything. I know we're here to talk about coaching <laughs> and FMCA, but you, it's talk about, you know, I know you're not sitting on the couch when you have that, if you even have that thought. I, I love just, again, watching you always learning, always growing. And the way you take care of your physical self is, is inspiring for all of us. So thank you for, for being you. the example for us. At, at my age, there's no option. Well, it's good that you, you know, I, I, you know, know a lot of people that aren't getting stronger at your age and aren't working out in hotel rooms when they're at a conference <laughs> and doing the the fun things and enjoy, but you're enjoying it. it. The the smile on your face says it all. And, and so this is 
that's powerful that, right. This is a choice you're making. Yeah. Exercise has to be fun. You choose something that will light you up. So this morning I did some yoga, I did Pilates, I jumped on the trampoline, did some weight bearing exercise. And then my favorite of all, I go to my ballet class. It is amazing. I was never like good as a dancer. I always loved it though. And so I've gotten back into it and it's just incredible. It's good for your brain. It's a social experience. I love to be in flow for the music and uh, yeah, get to wear cool ballet slippers. So it's something that is that one time for an hour where I, nothing else, you know, I'm totally focused and present and that can be healing. And many people don't realize that the power of that. And in fact, there was somebody there with some knee conditions and she just said, yeah, like I, I make modifications but I do it and it's healing. It is absolutely. And you just gave the perfect example of why there's no, you know, one approach, right? Because when people say, well, what do you do for exercise? Well, I love to ride horses. That's my ballet. Like that's yeah. where I'm a hundred percent present, but I don't think I would, I would light up if I were in a ballet class like <laughs> you do. And this, this is why we're all unique individuals yeah. and, and, it's not about grunting through and doing something you don't enjoy. It's about finding ways. I love to use the word movement instead of exercise. Yes. Because oftentimes I have clients and they'll, they'll, they don't even realize how much movement they have in their day. And it's like, okay, but what, but what do you enjoy? You know, yes. is it hiking? Is it? So I, I love that. And I love that you just gave us. You, your exercise routine today is basically what most people try to get in in a week. <laughs> so again, thanks for, thanks for raising the bar. I'm going to go work out when we're, when we're done <laughs> recording. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk a little bit about how people can work with health coaches. We, we mentioned, and I, there's a variety of ways and you'll share in a way I, I mentioned, you know, I, I work with a clinic here. I work with the clinic. I don't work for the clinic. And I know there are clinics that have full-time health coaches, all, all kinds of different ways. So let's talk a little bit about the idea of brick and mortar versus virtual and how somebody may go about working with a coach. Sure. So more and more doctors are engaging health coaches to be part of their team. So you may go to a doctor and they may say, okay, now I'd like to see my health coach. Some practices, the health coach is the one starting off the encounter. So they are like the concierge. They're like your friend in the practice. They're the liaison. They can help troubleshoot if you have an issue, even with your billing, for example. So there's also coaches who work privately and there are people who work remotely. There are people who are working in a physical location. And more and more, there are people who are running groups. And that is a way that you can feel like you're not alone. And so it's very powerful for just looking at working on your health goals with another group of people that are having often the same goals or establishing that. And so that community can be the medicine itself, so to speak. And there are some coaches who are working in insurance-based practices and that for some people that is going to be really important for them. Coaches can be the monitors of what we call remote monitoring devices. So things like continuous glucose monitors or some of the other app-based fitness devices. And they can work in a practice and they can help you sort out the data. So if you are 
seeing a doctor and they don't have a coach, you can say, yeah, I'd like to work with a health coach. Do you have one in your office? Or can you recommend somebody to me? If you want somebody in your area, you can go to our website, which is functionalmedicinecoaching.org. You can go to find a coach and you can search by your zip code and you can see who might be available. And again, it's not one size fits all. So you want to see just like when you are finding a therapist, who do you connect with? who is going to have that rapport with you so that you feel really comfortable in this relationship. So those are just some of the ways that coaches work. And it's so growing. many ways. And I do love that you that you hit on, they can go to, to the website and, and find a coach because we, we talked about a little bit about, you know, doctors, whether there's a coach, you know, incorporated in the office or they're referring. So, you know, for listeners that are, are listening and they're intrigued and, and, want to know more or think like, oh, this would, this is the missing piece, right? This is something that I could see would really help move my needle. Yeah. You don't, it's not, you don't need a doctor referral. And I love the idea of starting. If you, if you have a, a practice that you're already with, you know, ask them, do they have a recommendation? But often, even if they don't, Again, I know myself and and many of the other coaches I know, you know, we enjoy collaborating with, we become part of a collaborative care team. Um, we're here to to support the plan that the doctor puts into place for you. I love that. There's one other way. And that is you may want to become a coach yourself. Yes. If you've been inspired. Almost everyone who comes to study to become a coach or comes to functional medicine is because they had a chronic condition, they're suffering from one right now, and they're finding answers through functional medicine or through coaching, and now they want to give back, they want to serve. And typically, it is those with autoimmune conditions that are now studying to be a coach, and they find that that process of becoming a coach is personally transformative as well as a way to be inspired to work in an area that really nurtures your soul and provides meaning and purpose in your life. Absolutely. I know even in the cohort that that I moved through the program with, you know, I know there are a lot of, there are a lot of people that join not to become a coach. They they want the education and the information and the experience and then <laughs> By the time they get to the end of the program, they're like, "Ooh, I think there's a career change in my future." Yes, yes. <laughs> which I love, and we should all wake up and and be blessed to feel passionate about what we do. And so, I say for those of you that are that are thinking about it, check out Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. It is such an amazing, not only educational experience but community. I mean, truly, which is why I was so excited to have Dr. Sandy on today, because I I miss seeing you all the time. And and Julie, you are an exemplary coach. I mean, you get it. It's mission driven. It's from the heart. And so that is why you have been instrumental in changing the lives of, of so many people that you've worked with. I thank you so much. And and again, I continue to be inspired by you. I, I get to see you in person soon and give you a hug. I'm excited about that. And this is why we're here having these conversations. So much. I, I, I felt like I joke. I used to say, like, I thought I was smart. You know, there there was this whole world I had no idea about before I had found functional medicine, before I found coaching, and which is exactly why we're talking today. So the listeners can 
check it out for themselves and see whether it's to study to be a coach, whether it's to find a coach. I, I cannot recommend enough to go if you're looking for a coach for yourself directly go through Functional Medicine Coaching Academy to their find a coach. Because again, unfortunately, anybody can say that they're a coach and you want to make sure you're getting what you think you're getting. That's so important. Yes. Oh my gosh. Dr. Sandy, thank you so much for this. This has been amazing. Listeners know what's coming next. And this may, I didn't warn you ahead of time. So (laughs) I'm sure you'll have an answer for us. It might be hard to have just one. What is one step that listeners can take today to start to improve their health? I think what they can do is ask when they're stressed, when they're upset, even when they're in pain, to ask themselves, am I in the gap or the gain? This comes from my friend Ben Hardy again and Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach. It sounds simple. When you are in the gap, you are comparing yourself to others. You are comparing yourself to how you think you want to feel. And that causes a tremendous amount of stress. When you are in the gain, you are looking backwards. You are looking at how far you've come, perhaps how far you've come dealing with your autoimmune condition, or how far you've come in any other area, and focusing on the gain in the experience. Maybe you failed at something, But what did you gain? Did you gain some wisdom? Did you gain an approach that you might apply next time that situation comes up? So just ask yourself, am I in the gap or am I in the gain? Put yourself in the gain. Think about gratitude in the moment. And that is profoundly healing down to every cell. It is anti-inflammatory. Oh my gosh. Amazing, amazing gold. I love that. And and you reminded me of something you had said earlier, which this is totally exemplifies coaching. The, for me, the most important uh, occasions during the coaching process are the things that didn't go as planned. That's where that's it. That's what it's all about. And and so I love this idea. I say that all the time. I I feel like my, the, one of the biggest pieces in my job is helping people look over their shoulder to, to be in the game, right. To see like, okay, well, I didn't stick with the eating plan, but you know what? Five days out of seven, I, you know, I was eating way better than I was eating two months ago. So this is, this is a gain. This is a good thing. I, I, just absolutely love that. And I love how you always (laughs) tie in, you know, gratitude has come up a lot. Listeners, if you missed it, (laughs) gratitude is healing. It is anti-inflammatory. It will change your life. So Dr. Sandy, thank you so much for all of the amazing gold you've shared with us today. Uh, thank you. Thank you for all the good that you are doing in your work. I'm grateful to know you. And thank you for having me on as your guest today. My absolute pleasure. We'll have all of your info in the show notes, but where the, for the people that are like, who is this amazing <laughs> woman who is such a rock star? Where's the best place for people to check you out? If they're like me, I listen on the go. I might, I'm not always good about checking show notes. Sure. So it is Instagram is at Dr. Sandy. Our business page is at Functional Med Coach. And also I'm on LinkedIn as Sandra Scheinbaum. 
And I'm also starting a series fresh from FMCA where it's short 15 minute little snippets about coaching. So you can look through, look for that wherever you get podcasts. Love that. Amazing. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.